My name is Josh, and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob. And we are the folks who are going to help you make sense out of nonsense. Find the reason and the unreasonable, because this is okay. Hear me out. Aaron and Bob, how are you doing this evening? Extra cartoony I see today. <laughs> In must the be feeling you. Toned, honestly toned down quite a bit still. You must be feeling quite chipper. As the cartooniness <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. in your voice just went through the goddamn roof. Saturday evening, wacky evening radio. That's exactly the voice. How it works right. In the evening, to you, Josh. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing fine. This is a no better time to record. Oh, I believe uh, we're starting out with a story from Aaron tonight. Is that correct? Well, yeah, but uh, I've. First, I just want to ask you, do you want to hear about, uh, you guys, are you ready? Are you all ready to hear the story of no. Dr. Wayne Sexton? The, uh, Aaron, Aaron, this, this show, this is a PG-13 show. You're not allowed to say things like that. <laughs> yeah, can't, yeah. You can't just randomly drop anal sex in the middle of our stream like that. No, no, guys, it's Wayne. It's Wayne Sexton. That's, don't oh, you all recognize okay. that oh. as a common pretty lady's name? Isn't that one of the, the Bart Simpson's uh, prank phone calls <laughs> to the bar? Um, honestly, he probably did call Mo with Wayne Sexton. It it might even be too clever. Like <laughs> God damn it. Goodness gracious. You know what's funny? Who is the, first, Wainel's, yes. the first time I told somebody that uh, that the name was Wayne Sexton, they uh, they were just like, Well, Aaron, come on. Black people have weird names. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no, yeah, <laughs> Aaron. I didn't know you associated with so many racists. I know. How did you not know that? Are you kidding me? And here I thought it was just me and Bob. I thought we were special. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, uh, no. So then it turns out. Then they have the video of her on Fox talking about uh, George Floyd's essay. So, and it's a. It's a fat white woman. It's a fat white lady named Wainel Sexton. Let's start chronologically, I think, right? Yeah. And then we can, and then let's reel it back to George Floyd. How about that? No, no, go right to her talking about little Georgie, little Georgie Floyd. Okay. She wanted nothing more than to be a Supreme Court justice. Okay. I got, I got it queued up here. Oh, no. Sexton, oh, heartwarming thank you piano so music. much for being here. You hung on to a drawing that George Floyd, who back then you called Perry, made Perry. along with an essay this for 38 name. years, and you have it today with you. Can you show us this? Here's his Can you drawing. pause that for one second? And, and tell us about Oh, my God. My fucking parents don't never kept my fucking homework until <laughs> I was... You know, I was like... Ah, your parents have never kept any of your homework for 39 years, let alone. Like, this is not real. Right off the bat, not real. Let's. uh, This teacher kept George Floyd's, George Perry Floyd's homework for four decades because she was so moved by this seven year old. But I digress. Let's keep going. Let's keep. Wait, to to be clear, this is a, a drawing of. A dude standing in a block, and there's grass near him, and he's holding, like, a hammer. It's, like, a very horrible 
children. Tell me he does drawing. not have a COVID mask in front of him on this drawing, too. Well, he has. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he definitely. There's a bandana around the the drawings, like the character's neck in the drawing. <laughs> a black uh, bandana. Were cool in the eighties. I don't know. Yeah, who, who knows? But let's... about this, what what is this drawing, and what was your assignment? Well, one of my favorite memories of Harry involves his report for Black History Month. Each day in the month of February, we studied a different famous Black American, and as a culmination to that study, Can we pause I posed a question quick? to my students. Did they even have Black History Month in 1982? Yeah, that's a very good question. That is a very good question. <laughs> when Josh, did you Black fact History check Month start? Get on the computer, Josh. You need to search this immediately. This is important. That, that just dawned on me. When did Black History Month start? Because that is going to drive me insane to think about. Uh, one second. Phone's being dumb. Oh, no. Take your time. I am... Of course, it was his assignment for Black History Month, too. In Texas, of all places. You know how woke Texas was when, you know, in the 80s. So apparently 1970, uh, they had Black History Month. Damn it. Um, that would have been a great catch. Yeah. It looks like it's celebrated across the whole U.S. In, uh, as of 76. Okay, so little so, Perry Floyd doing his Black History Month <laughs> assignment. Your story checks out so far, lady, but yeah. we'll get you. Till we hear your name. Trip up one of these. Okay, keep going with this this woman's amazing story. Yes, boss. How will you impact <laughs> the future? What will you do to make a difference? So in response, each student uh, wrote a story or an essay called Future Famous Americans and described <laughs> their aspirations. What George Floyd, again, who, who you at that time and his family called Perry, said was, when I grow up, I want to be a Supreme Court judge. When people say, your honor, he did rob the bank, I will say, be seated. And if he doesn't, I will tell the guard to take him out. Then I will beat my hammer on the desk. Then everybody will be quiet. Why did this- Be quiet. All right, pause this. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme Court justice does to begin with. Uh, a, um, what a what a strong sense of justice this seven year old had. He knows that people are a being wrongly accused of bank robbery, and he needs to stand up no matter what they say, so he can hear them out. And wait, wait, does he want to be? A a super villain, so he's like he's fighting against all these superheroes that are catching people for bank robberies and stopping bank robberies, and he wants to be the super villain that's on the other he side. He knew he knew the cops were go. the good guys at seven. He's he knew it was up. Okay, obviously. there we go. There we. He didn't know wow. that Supreme Court doesn't do bank robbery cases, but you know, besides that, we can let that slide. He was only seven. One day. Besides that, he had a very yeah. objective sense of justice, and uh, so yeah, there we, she kept his homework for. Uh, 38 years. Let alone, that would make this lady has to be at least at least 62. Is yeah. she old enough to be... <laughs> she might, could be, I guess? Uh, and that's I, if I it's gonna... like her first year. That's if it's like her first year ever teaching 
She'd yeah. have to be at well, least That's why it's such a memorable 62. year, such a memorable story. And Perry was such a memorable student. See, the, the problem is is that um, she she's doing the COVID call-in, so she's in her own like little like uh, home oh, office. God. And you see like her like little library behind her, like her little bookshelves and stuff like that. And so it's like a shitty webcam feed that's being broadcasted onto this is CNN, right? That's Probably. doing this. Re- yeah, I, I see the big N in the background there, even though the video that we pulled up whoa, yeah, whoa, is whoa. now we don't now this news. Have your eyes out for the letter N. We don't oh. call them the big N. Come on, they're African Americans. <laughs> Are they little ends? <laughs> <laughs> even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh, should, we, should we go on with the clip before we uh, say anything it's about a, it's, a, it, you, it's big end or little end depending on if you're oppressing them or asking for forgiveness <laughs> why don't one, they have two ends why not one of each <laughs> oh, god. we have ends okay. for everybody here uh, <laughs> do we need to round out this clip or are we good on this one oh no that's good so now this okay. lady okay. I love that they made her a doctor Dr. Wainel Sexton, uh, which isn't a real name. No one's ever named their kid anal sex. <laughs> no one ever in the history of the planet has named their kid anal sex. Um, she claims to just keep the right little black kid's notebook for, uh, you know, 40 years for no fucking reason at all. And uh, he also wanted to be the exact right career path as a seven-year-old to make the most the biggest point uh, at this point in the, on this stage. If you don't see this as fake, you are vacant as a human being and you are incapable of free thought. Like, that is not real. Definitely not real. What do you so, guys think of that? I don't... I could see some bleeding... I'll, I'll have to call uh, my, my friend's mom is actually uh, a retired teacher. And for the elementary, um, uh, like grade levels and stuff like that, and I would probably assume that she, because they're like a different breed of people, like they really don't belong, like <laughs> with the rest of society, like they can't commingle with like fully matured adults to the point where like th- these nostalgia things like do affect them. And I, I would suggest that yes, she would have kept stuff from like certain students and maybe has like a couple like couple binders full of not binders but like uh boxes full of like old boxes, old yeah. uh old shit that their kids did over the years and stuff like that i i could say that yeah i i, I bet yeah. you i bet i know you. i know these types of women because like like half of my my family members who uh who are women and like in my family like they they're either nurses or they're like they work in the school system and they're all exactly the same and it <laughs> I, I know it's very mean. strange. <laughs> you are correct. There is a chance for any of those three things to be happening. There is a chance that his teacher kept all his homework. There is a chance that that teacher's name could be Wayne Sexton. <laughs> okay. And Wait. there is also a chance that George Floyd at seven years old wanted to be the best Supreme Court justice in the world, who is the most ob- objective deliverer of justice the world has ever seen. The fact that all three of those things are being told to us is what happened is literally fucking insane if you believe all those. In my opinion. Where do you fall on that, Josh? Well, 
after so many years of experience, I know that you need a certain degree of autism to be objective in today's day and age. <laughs> that is but, absolutely true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, too, uh, how much of a big deal it, it is or would be that this story has made up elements to it. In that, there already have been posthumously uh, many characteristics um, attributed to George Floyd, and he has become a symbol for a, a new civil rights movement, um, just irregardless of who he was as a person in his life. So uh, I I don't know that this necessarily matters um, whether or not the story is true. It's uh, kind of just part of the, the current zeitgeist around uh, the name, the one name that people like chanting, which is George Floyd. Well... I think it goes beyond that too, because did did anyone catch the um, the funeral services for George George Floyd? Why, yes, I did. <laughs> I knew Josh did. Well, I because <laughs> we well, what, we what share the, the same pub? sources and everything like that. Fucking Reverend mm-hmm. Al Sharpton, he turned this entire funeral procession into trying to get Colin Kaepernick his job back. Like, it's like, excuse oh, me. Oh, God. Was, wh- whatever happened to the guy dying? Campaign. Like, the guy just got brutally murdered by a police officer in the street in front of witnesses and everyone. It was horrible. And you're talking about Colin Kaepernick? What the fuck is wrong with hey, you? Bob, Bob, kneeling kneeling is a symbol. It did not start with George Floyd, and it will not end with George Floyd. And uh, possibly in recent history, the uh, most iconic... Um, uh, you know, symbol uh, person who's used the symbol of kneeling is Colin Kaepernick, who is uh, clearly protesting and advocating for the exact same things that people are now, which is uh, police brutality. And uh, sorry, go on. Yes, what, what are you about to say? Correction: the most influential person <laughs> who put a knee down on the ground was the cop that killed George Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> did you find it? Did anyone else find it weird when Nancy Pelosi and like Chuck Schumer and all those ghouls dressed up like they're the fucking Lion King and then kneeled for eight forty six? Just like I need, I need to watch the clip because apparently didn't Nancy Pelosi like struggle to get up or wasn't she? Yeah, not she able was. To stand she, back up? she couldn't stand back up. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! <laughs> oh yeah, she, they all dressed up like the Lion King and then they yeah. all took a knee for the exact same time that it took to kill him, which is weird. That's a weird way to like salute to that. Honor like, him. That's yeah. almost like you're honoring the cop. In my like, they just did the cop stance for the same amount of time. We kneel in solidarity with the uh, honorable Mr. Chauvin. Um, Ooh, <laughs> not in the show, the cop Josh. Had a bad guy name. It's Chauvin. It's three letters from chauvinist, so you immediately get this weird feeling oh, of like evil just by saying his name, Chauvin. It's like, God, this whole thing is a fucking play, man. You're all watching a movie. You're watching the shittiest movie ever written by, like, soap opera writers. It's insane. See, the thing about a coincidence is that there there could be a coincidence here and a coincidence there. But if you start piling them on into, like, a specific situation, it starts to get... A little sketchy, so I understand where you're coming from, though, although I don't think I'm totally bought into this narrative entirely. What else do you have for us? Would it be a coincidence if she happened to just look like the vic- the mother of victims in multiple shootings and then also a shooting victim herself? Would that be a um, coincidence? And that lady's clearly wearing a wig. She could not be the same whale sex that we just saw in the other clip. Oh, dude, look at this lady. This is a couple of years ago for the, uh, this is the, uh, Oak... Thousand Oaks. 
shooting. Thousand Oaks, yeah, Thousand Oaks shooting. Which one was that? I don't. That was. I don't remember actually. Thousand Oaks, God, what was that? We had like two years where there were way too many. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, this is the clip. She looks strikingly similar, different hairstyle, obviously, but that's not too difficult. Uh, yeah, no, it's it. just, and it's a year off, like. My name is Susan Orfanos. My son was Tel Orfanos. We lost him last night at the borderline shooting. My son was in Las Vegas with a lot of his friends, and he came home. He didn't come home last night, and I don't want prayers. I don't want thoughts. What do you I want? want? Gun control, and I hope to God uh, nobody else sends me any more prayers. I want as if it didn't sound like control. she was reading a script already. No more guns. Thank you. That's hor. That's like the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Like no. <laughs> what if your son was murdered the night before? You wouldn't get in the front of the in front of the news and then just start shouting about gun control, like over the top acting, like shitty acting. No more guns. I need gun control. Don't send me your prayers. So she did look strikingly Jesus. similar. She's uh, oh, dude, how similar? Like to, to give you some credit here, like this woman looks like a five foot five, five foot four, like probably sixty pounds overweight. Um, in like her like what mid to to early fifties, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, like white did. woman, obviously. Well, obviously, with a name like Wayne Ol Sexton, it's obviously a white chick's name. <laughs> and you guys, <laughs> but she said something about going to her son going to Vegas and never came home. Was that no? Her son went to Vegas and he he was her son just happened to be in the Vegas shooting, and then was in the Thousand Oaks shooting. And died in that one. And he's definitely real. That's re- that's real life. A grieving mother. When I get shot and killed, inevitably, my mom will be on the news the next day going, you know, I just want gun control and whatever else the CIA is telling me. I, oh, sorry, that wasn't part of the script. Uh, <laughs> just reshoot that. <laughs> that so, now, so you just think play she's the being... compilation for Josh of these ladies okay. that all look. And I, it's... A pretty funny sounding compilation because this lady shouting about the Proud Boys and she keeps saying she's a professor. And then also a compilation of the different times that oh, uh, Wayne Sexton yeah, has been on the news telling you about gun control. Sexton. These are fucking assholes! Orlando nightclub shooting. Well, the gay son died too. My son was in Las Vegas with a lot of his friends. A couple years later. <laughs> She's smiling. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! And I don't want prayers. I don't want thoughts. I want gun control, and I hope to God nobody else sends me any more prayers. These are kids who are trying to learn about humanity. They're trying to learn about human rights and against racism and xenophobia and LGBTQ rights. And you're letting these fucking neo Nazis near here. She had to say the alphabet people name in full. But he was sitting right next to his boyfriend. 
boyfriend, and his boyfriend definitely was shot with multiple <laughs> gunshots and taken into ambulance. She's like smiling and crying. <laughs> Wait, pause it. Now, just so happens that these women all happen to look very similar. It looks like she might have put on a nice 20 pounds between 2017 and 2019, but... Uh, <laughs> well, they also act similar similarly. I think that's... Uh, yeah! Like single they have small the, video the same uh, smiling face, and I'm trying same to... Same nose? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to catch like key features of her face, and her teeth are definitely the same. And the way that her oh, yeah. lips oh, raise okay. with her teeth, that's the one I'm looking at, because... When you look at like the the one where she's crying about gun control, it's a real clear image. It was done like professionally by a, like a news agency and stuff like that. So it's like right in front of her face, and you get get to see her her facial features, how her mouth moves every time she talks. But like she has like a smile, like it's almost a smile on her face as as like you see the reflection of a tear going down her her cheek. You know, you can see that obviously. <laughs> Um, but the the nose matches for sure. They all have glasses on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you could easily slightly different variants of hairstyle. Yeah, exactly. But you, you could definitely like potentially describe this 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 lady or these group of ladies if you're not um totally convinced of this uh to be like you know the stereotypical Karen, right? Yeah, but they the the my the part that I uh, lose my mind over is that. If these people see these interviews and think that they're real people, no one is getting on CNN the day after their child is murdered to push for gun control. No one. You're not pushing for anything. You're going to tell the news to go fuck themselves. You're not, you're not giving them interviews. That's the most yeah. insane shit I've ever seen in my life. You also wouldn't, if, if your child got murdered by the police, you wouldn't let Al Sharpton lobby Colin Kaepernick's oh, job God. at his fucking funeral, dude. <laughs> Do you think... <laughs> I would hope to God that if I died, like, uh, er, like pretty early in life, let's say, like, within, like, the next couple of years, and, like, my whole family got together, and they had a funeral, and it was a really tragic event, and someone started trying to get someone else's job back at the funeral procession, like, I know my dad would, would get up and start, like, pistol whipping <laughs> that person off the stage. <laughs> pistol whipping? But isn't your dad, dad uh, uh, after your death, anti-gun? Isn't every parent after your death anti-gun? I like how Josh assumes no, okay, you're so gonna die in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yeah. In, like, Josh a church it. shooting or something. <laughs> I could have gotten killed by a drunk driver or something like that. But no, Josh is just pure anti-gun. No, that that would definitely not happen. <laughs> and Bob's going to be so, the okay, shooter, okay. so it'd be weird to say anti-gun, to push for gun control after he uh, takes himself out in the middle of a school. Oy vey. Well, okay, so, so the, the gun control thing is, uh, is the problem with Wayne Sexton being the same person. In that, if Wayne Sexton were the same person... Then, when she had had the uh, the, the in class essay and drawing from uh, George Perry Floyd, rather than uh, having a ruling on a bank robbery, he would have a ruling on gun rights and gun control, right? Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, you took me in circles oh, on that one. Dude. I, my, my brain stopped every working. Every time you do this <laughs> with us, we haven't gotten to your segment yet, Josh. Would you just hold on? <laughs> 
Oh, that's what he's trying to do. He's leading no, in. And no wonder that was no, so shoehorned. No, 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 not even. No, no. I'm just saying, way. like, rather than uh, his hypothetical Supreme Court Justice George Floyd uh, having his example case be about a bank robbery, what if it were about the Second Amendment? Oh, that'd be oh. juicy. Yeah, but they, they got to do it about police brutality in the justice system, so they just happened, you know. He didn't get If he got shot to death by a police, they probably would have made it about gun control. Okay, oh, good point. There we go. So he Literally just happened Derek to Sherman have the appropriate topic for his own death so 40 years do, later. Do we have uh, a background check on this Dr. Wainel Sexton that had a child that was lost in a... Um, in the Pulse nightclub shooting, a child that had gone to what was it, uh, the the Las Vegas shooting, and she also had a student that had been killed by the police, all in national news. Do we do we have a background of like where she went to school or anything like no, that? No, she didn't have a student killed by police. That was just her at a rally at a Proud Boys versus Antifa situation, just screaming at cops, saying I'm a professor. Oh yeah, that that was the one about racism and and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Where she was she just went screaming. from foul mouth professor to having her gay son shot and killed at a gay nightclub, and then her other son getting shot at Thousand Oaks, who happened to also be in the Las Vegas shooting, and then she happens to also be a Las Vegas shooting victim and that survived, and then now she's also Dr. Wayne L. Sexton, George Floyd's teacher, who had just so happened to keep all of his schoolwork. And just so happened that he had an assignment that lined perfectly up with the narrative to talk about after his death. No big deal. She's had a interesting life. She's like the uh, she's like the fucking murder she wrote lady, but for crisis actors. Like wherever she shows up, somebody dies so she can get on the news and talk about how it affected her. We need a like like the Bojack Horseman bit character character actress Margot Robindale. We need the crisis actress uh, Wainel Sexton. Forgot Josh is too young for Murder She Wrote. Uh, yeah, way too boomer of a reference. I, the, the reference was lost to me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just it's a show where a lady goes around and writes up stories about murders that have that she's witnessed, and literally every episode she witnesses another person being murdered, and it's like oh, uh, okay. at some point she's the murderer, and stop inviting her places. <laughs> At, yeah, at some point, like after the second time she's seen a murder, it's like, lady, <laughs> yeah. what the fuck do you think you're doing? <laughs> that went on for seasons. She went for seasons of witnessing murders. Uh, she's the killer, guys. Thomas reference for that joke referenced, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so I just have a quick question then. What do yes. you think? Uh, actually, I'll, I'll play a better game. Josh, how much would you bet that those aren't the same people? Would you stake your life on it? No. Would you stay? So you're not 100 percent sure that it's not the same person. Would you stake a hundred thousand dollars on it? Can't file bankruptcy. You get bad odds too. You get like you know point five to one. Like because what I'm saying is crazy. So you got to bet a hundred thousand. You get fifty thousand back. Would you take that bet if they're not the same person? If those are all I, different I people, look, you win. I'll say, I'd, I'd have to look into it more. If, no, just uh, from what I showed you. I think what do you think? Are those? You would you me. take a hundred thousand dollar bet that none of all those are different people, like the news says they are? No, just from what you showed me, that's like a hundred dollar bet. <laughs> <laughs> 
Would you make a hundred dollar bet that one of them is? Ten to one odds. Hundred bucks. If one of them's the, if like, like, any of those two are the same people, you win a thousand dollars. Would you bet a hundred? I'd that? make that bet. I'd make that bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. <laughs> Guess what? You're getting pretty close to <laughs> getting pretty close to believing the conspiracy. If that's the case, you wouldn't stake you anything my on adequacy. my crazy theory against it. But you'll you totally take a ten to one bet for it. What about a one to one? Hundred bucks, you win a hundred if any of those people are the same. Oh wait, sorry. Sorry, what was that? Just was a one to one, a straight up even bet. Hundred bucks if any of those people are the same person, you win a hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, I think would be interesting. Yeah, I'd, I'd be willing to do that. I mean, a just because you get to know for sure, you get the real answer by winning the money. But yeah, yeah that, that's almost worth the money at that point. Like oh, that'd be worth. It. I'd pay a thousand dollars for that immediately. That might be yeah. That might be worth a thousand, honestly. Just to, to have evidence that the news is fucking with you that hard, that harshly. Oh yeah, uh, directly. Price attackers are real, guys. That's real life. Like they plant people in there to push narratives, like grieving parent pushing for gun control right after the day after their son's killed. <laughs> That's not real life. Use your head. I don't know. Yeah, the. Uh... You don't know, Bob. Well, what I'm saying is that, like, you know, I'm, I'm not throwing myself. So many people, uh, like, in, especially, like, today, now, like, into what we're currently going through right now, like, people just aren't acting rationally in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so I, I wouldn't really be surprised if someone tried to turn this into, like, some retarded political message that they had, ar- like, already strongly believed in in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Everything we just watched was pre-corona. That, yeah, that's true. But I also think that I think Wayne, Doctor Wayne Sexton, is just like a piece <laughs> in the very say name. When I was smiling, <laughs> <laughs> that's how fucking fake and dumb it is. <laughs> She's just one small piece in in the very bizarre death that is George Floyd at this point, because. Uh, you had linked us pictures of what was it? His open casket and his casket that was being transported. Um, well, they did the, the casket, closed casket in Minneapolis, and they did an open casket in Houston. But you look at the fucking uh, casket, and they have it up against the up against the uh, hearse, and uh, the the casket looks like it's like five 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 feet five inches, like five and a half feet long, something like that. There's supposed to be a six foot six black dude in there, like. They must have stuffed his ass. And that's why, why they did a closed casket. They have to chop him off at the knees in order to fit him. Like, the casket's too small for a six-foot-six dude. I, I think it's inconsistent between photos, but, uh, like, well, I, I can't tell 100% from the photos how big the casket actually is. But in the one picture, it does look way too small for how big uh, Yeah, is. and I guess it would make sense because, like, A, if they did a closed casket in one city and then they did an open casket in the other city, it might be logical to presume that they had uh, they had just uh, shipped the body to the family uh, for the funeral and, and the, uh, the burial and stuff like that oh. and actually just done it there and just had a casket there for, like, a thing to do, you know, like a, something to... To, to have there, you know, I, I, is, I don't know, know funeral services as a business. Houston. We don't know anyone at the Houston funeral. It is a private funeral. They show you that they opened the casket after getting all the criticism for it being Wait. closed. 
And then, but they never show you the body inside the casket. No, a little Houston, weird. There was a public viewing. What? It was a public viewing in Houston, wasn't it? Dude, it was like private, where they have like the five-hour procession said. of. They have like no the fee the funeral the funeral yes but the the viewing uh, when they open the open casket there's like the, the five six hour stream and that's uh I'm pretty sure that was public not a single person got a camera in there to show us a video of that I mean this one's a little far fetched but yes I I do th- yeah it's I, I, weird I, that we never got to see the body one time because the other picture of the open casket that you sent us that actually looks like a longer casket than the other one. And I, I totally agree. The, the first one, funeral. the first one in Minneapolis, like that did look very, like a very, very short casket. Although they're you both think like, the body wasn't in there and they sent that back to the family. Type I, of I think they just, yeah, I think they just had a casket at the Minneapolis one and they played it off because it's like, whatever you can do that. There's, there's friends and family in Minneapolis. And I'm sure the local people really wanted to do that. Uh, Mostly for uh, symbolic reasons and everything like that, but oh, yeah, I, I, they, I'm, they pre- I'm presuming cry on his knees like a fucking loser. Yeah, I, I'm presuming. I, I would presume that they they sent the body uh, per his will or per his religion, you know, to his family to have like the proper uh, burial rites uh, secured and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I, I haven't personally dealt with um, the funeral services. Uh, in in my life, so I can't really like attest to something like that myself. I think what we're coming out of uh, with this episode is a plan. We're going to fake Bob's death and have him take care of his own funeral services, so that Bob is both enlightened to how people react after his death and how the funeral, uh, the whole funeral procedure. He's goes. gonna be so disappointed when there's not nearly as many teary eyes as he thought there'd be. <laughs> Watching from the fucking vents. <laughs> hey, as long as I don't have to keep continue to pay taxes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> There we go. That's a better plan than Wesley Snipes had. Uh, any, any, any final thoughts on uh, the this Dr. Wayne Sexton character and the funeral of George Floyd? He's totally uh, real. That's definitely a real second grade doctor named Anal Sex. I would like to pay respects to, to his family and uh, mourn his loss with uh, his family and the rest of the community that loved and knew the man. God rest his soul. Take a knee for eight forty six, or I don't believe you. And you got to dress like the Lion King. Dress I wasn't like saying it sarcastically. I mean, have, I know you weren't. Has anyone taken a second just to say those things? Like Jesus Christ! Like a man just got murdered by the police for literally no reason. A, okay. I don't think he even died. <laughs> what, what's your what's your angle here, Bob? What I'm you, saying I'm, I'm going at both angles here. It could be fixed, and it's like, well, if the guy's dead, like, well, fuck, respect his memory, shit. Let's try not to get Colin Kaepernick a job during his funeral procession, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> right? I don't even Jesus want to entertain Christ. the idea, like, that that guy, like, I, obviously, anyone, you know, my stance on the fucking cops, they're cunts, but, and you know, anybody they actually do kill, that sucks. But this one in particular, I can't even pretend. It's so fake. It's so staged. I'm just trying Old desperately bench. to be a skeptic and at the same time not be uh, uh, damned to hell for the rest of eternity because of my actions regarding <laughs> this this whole debacle. A little late for that. I don't think you're going to redeem yourself at uh, 940 on a fucking podcast <laughs> that three people listen to. <laughs> you're right sure. the, the fence sitters and agnostics in the deepest layer of hell right I'm pretty sure that's not what's going to push sitters. you over the edge there into heaven <laughs> me, me and Tim Pool have a nice glass uh, of scotch 
in the seventh layer of hell as the other fence hunters. <laughs> All right, I hate you guys. Uh, something Aaron said. Uh, Aaron, I, I want to I want to use your your line uh, that all cops are cunts to lead into uh, the, the this week's segment of um, real talking point or not uh, name pending, where I, I present both of you uh, two two talking points, and uh, you guys kind of have to figure out which one is the real one and which one is something that I just made up. Real is in like the news yeah. said or like an yeah, real is like reported or people are discussing it or it's a a, a, a actual quote unquote talking point. Okay, awesome. Okay, let's start, let's start out with uh, number one. <clears throat> Police will always be racist because capitalism requires inequality. Okay, okay t- take a second to mull that over. God damn it. And That's so retarded. I bet that, that could be real, though. Please please go to the next no, one. Hold on. To let him finish. I know. I want to hear the second one. No, number Jesus. two. Number two. <clears throat> police will always be racist because the same police force polices everyone. Okay, so that's the one I don't understand. Like, I can put... Uh, I, I, here's the thing. I can put myself in the shoes of, like, the anti-capitalist, like, Antifa, like, LARPer that has taken over uh, the East Precinct of Seattle. But this one, I can't... I can't find the demographic that would say the second one. You know what? I Only because I just saw a, a thing where they're asking the UN to remove the police from america that, <laughs> that's the only reason and now that josh doesn't know that i bet the first one's real that <laughs> that's the only situation i can see that one being real in see I, I i think the first one's real because of the capitalism because it says capitalism requires inequality and like that is like some Antifa, dumb yeah that sounds like some dumb larper <laughs> shit yeah, that's right? the real yeah. one. The first one's the real one. Oh, okay, yeah, you guys win. The first one is the real one. It was from uh, okay. RT.com. It's from something. There's a quote. I'm going to put in my little red book here. Uh, Josh's game. Red book. I have one. Uh, yeah. Josh zero. <laughs> Goodness gracious. You got to come in with three, Josh, week, and tell us. And you got to come up with two fake oh, ones. Yeah. So you can really trick us. Like so two, we can... Two, Okay, I'll, I'll do better <laughs> next week. <laughs> and you have to change it up too. Bring two real ones and maybe one fake yeah. one, and then switch it up with one real one and then two fake ones. Can we talk yeah. about that real one real quick? Please read. Yeah, oh, read. Give yeah, us that course. quote. <clears throat> Police will always be racist because capitalism requires inequality. What? That's implying that capitalism requires inequality on the basis of race, though. And why, And cops are in a system that's capitalism, and it's not. They're, they're a government entity that doesn't... They're they intrinsically so, like own. a socialist, yeah. Like, yeah, they're inherently um, a socialist program. Like, they're, they don't pay for themselves. Like, uh, I, think, I think you were... Uh, you're not understanding that there is a very close tie between class structure and racial, uh, uh, racial background in the U.S. and that, that, that uh, white privilege is a real thing, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I, th- I think you're, you're kind of missing out on the whole point or what really goes into inequality. It's not just, you know, quote unquote, socioeconomic inequality. There's a racial aspect that is inherent in socioeconomics. Sorry, you're giving me that look. Should I shut up? 
No, it's just it, it hurts. I it hurts know my the soul points. when people when I hear this. <laughs> I'm, shit. I'm trying to describe. I'm trying to describe intersectionality, and that that is oh. a, a key in understanding this quote. Oh God, the the problem with the, you know what the biggest problem with white privilege is? It's so fucking disrespectful to black people. It's like you guys oh, are yeah, incapable yeah. of overcoming because white people hate you so much, and they get all these secret advantages, and it's just like. Oh, yeah, you're right. If white people call me the N-word, I'm such a weak person that I couldn't possibly overcome that, and I have any value on what they say. It's like, no, they're a person. Like, they're a he- another human being. I don't have that power over them because I view them as my equal. Oh, my God, what a concept. Yeah, seriously, all, the, all, the, all these progressive, like, progressive ideas or uh, platforms, explanations of race divides and whatnot are super condescending and racist most of the time. It's something like that, or, like, or that uh, because of white privilege or because of whatever background, uh, the only way that black people could be equal or could uh, uh, like come up to the status of white people is if we give them hand- handouts. And it's that, that sort of argument, or the, the whole reparations thing in a similar premise, just strikes me as being very racist. Yeah, it's incredible. They treat them like they're uh, like pets or zoo animals or something. They, they yeah. literally treat them like they're like animals to be cared for, like at a petting zoo. It's insane. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, the word is a uh, voting demographic, not pet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the pandering. God damn, Josh. Brutal. <laughs> I know, that, God that was damn. Real. That was some real talk. God damn. <laughs> I figure, like, if anything, like, if we're going to get, like, uh, critiqued by anyone for being, like, a white nationalist podcast, like, I feel like Josh is going to be, like, the headliner for that, <laughs> for that <laughs> critique. <Ooh. laughs> I, I'm going to say here and now, I, I'm never going to make a point about race or race relations on this show because I think it's just, it never helps anything. And it's like, whatever. If you say anything in today's climate, that people will come after you. come And come after you so fucking hard these days. And cancel you. They'll try to get you fired. They'll try to remove... They'll try to convince banks not to... Not to... Um, uh, give you access to their services or anything like that. Like, there's so many ways that you can just get axed just by even commenting on, like, a very lukewarm, like, racial, like, topic... It's just it's just not worth it. Like I'm I'm gonna stick with like the class argument on most of these things, and if fucking people will get upset about that, then fuck them. Like I'm just oh god. It, That's a really roundabout way to say you're a giant pussy. It it doesn't it doesn't solve anything though. Like the like you, you can argue all all day and night that maybe that this cop was like racist or maybe he wasn't. But like how do you explain like? The, the Chinese cop or, like, the Mexican cop that was, like, standing on either side of him, protecting him from the crowd, like, keeping his knee down on the guy, you know what I mean? It's like, how, like, how do you, how do you go and describe, like, just all, all the shit that's going on and not just point to the fact that it's like, well, a lot of, like, blacks are just, like, poor and we need to get them out of poverty. And a lot of that has to do with, like, the drug war. That's, like, my only comment on the thing. That's my only comment. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to make a comment. You just say stuff. Like you don't make points if you're on that side. You just <laughs> yes. say things and my, let that happen. Like, my, the point of my segment is intentionally to say as stupid of things as I can possibly read or come up with. And you are trying to make a 
actual arguments and actual suggestions to like uh, you know look at improving society in America. Um, Bob, I think you like don't understand what show you're recording for right now. Yeah, he didn't have any real suggestions. He just had the, he was like, <laughs> I'm gonna always back out of anything that could get me yelled at by people. <laughs> no, I'm just giving you crap. Uh, it's I fucking hate you guys. Real insight is appreciated, but um. <clears throat> Uh, All right, what do we speaking, got next? What's what's next yes. here? Are we, have we learned about next Chaz episode. yet? Are we doing Chaz? No, we've not learned about Chaz. Oh, Ch- oh it's not Chaz. <laughs> it's not Chaz. Is Rosistan? <laughs> Wait, what? It got changed? It, oh, yeah, Rosistan, you're right. Oh, my God, I forgot about that guy. I've so, never had a favorite rapper before, but I'm quickly getting one. <laughs> where is his mixtape? I did pull up his SoundCloud, and it's not bad, you know. It's actually not that bad. I it's was not like, bad, yeah. you say. We, should we listen to something live? Um, we can. I'll, I'll play one for the end of show. Um, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's end on it. We'll end on some Raz. <laughs> yes. King Raz. So, um, anti-capitalist, Antifa, uh, whatever nomenclature you want to call these people, they, they took over six square blocks of Seattle, and they set up uh, what they call the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, and they have declared it outside of the United States. It is, it's its own nation at this point, or city-state, maybe. I don't know what you, what you want to call it. Um, but they are completely beyond the bounds of local law, state law, federal law. And it, it's been a really interesting time. Um, so, uh, obvi- so, so the Seattle police are just okay with this? Like, how... How did this actually happen? Well, can you give us a little bit of backstory for how they took over these six blocks, uh, the the police retreating, and um, you know what's occurring? Yeah, it's so, the 13th. Like, how long ago did they do this? It's been like a week now, right? It's like a week, this is I either think, yeah. day five or day six of it. I they literally walked in and started setting up like a border zone, essentially, and like that. That's how it happened. Uh, it started with like protests and riots and stuff like that, but the. Uh, the Seattle mayor actually told the police chief to stand down and to forfeit the East Precinct in Seattle. Uh. <laughs> and so that that's where it, it all accumulated. Once they took over the precinct, they're like, hey, we should expand our territory kind of thing. So they started um, invading uh, the rest of Seattle into what they now have is like a six square block radius. Uh and they started setting up like uh, what I the, the best way I could describe is like a, a communist little uh, like commune or whatever you know like there, there's no a leadership there's no uh, you, you can't use cash money there they they don't use that you have to use the barter system. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bob, Bob, you don't you don't need to put all these labels on it. You can just call it the perfect society. You the per- yeah, they they it's have fine. created the perfect society. So. Uh, It's funny because it's being followed throughout social media, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen in the world. Because so you you have these live updates uh, on social media, and one of the first ones. This is actually the the second update. Second update says uh, the homeless people we invited took away all the food at Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. We need more food to keep the area operational. Please, if possible, bring vegans, meat substitutes, fruits, oats, soy products, etc. Anything to help us eat. <laughs> I feel like I should be saying something instead of just making weird faces. But I'm speechless. In case anyone who can't see the weird faces I was making for a few seconds. Both of them. Oh, dude, when you're living as a meme, they're li- a living meme. They're a living meme. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, uh, good, good social justice programs. They're uh, feeding the homeless. Better than uh, Seattle could say, right? <laughs> they did feed the homeless for a day. <laughs> God so, damn. by the way, the the person that posted that alert um, has since been ousted as a um, sexual abuser for uh, uh, punching and groping his girlfriend. And he made a, a public statement on Twitter saying that uh, I've realized that I am a, uh, a domestic abuser and that he would um, immediately and uh, drama free end his own life. <laughs> because it's not fixable. What? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Yeah, he literally did, came did out. He, did he kill himself? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. But um, we can we can only hope at this point. <laughs> so apparently, like his girlfriend made a uh, a little funny joke while they were cuddling in bed that if she had power, she would throw him into the gulag, and he reportedly shoved her off the bed for that. Uh, her account was that he punched her in the face. <laughs> so uh, somewhere between that, maybe maybe one's true, the other one's not. Maybe it's somewhere in between. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like a harmless joke and also harmless physical play by the both of them. And I think they're just so like such fragile human beings that it has developed into asexual assault and domestic abuse. Right? Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. So so. Obviously, uh, every society has imperfections, but but clearly, this individual, the citizen of uh, the, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, has uh, dedicated himself to a uh, lifelong journey of repentance and uh, seeking forgiveness. Right? Apparently, it's not going to so, be that long of a lifelong journey. Isn't he going to kill himself? Sure, hope so. Y- yeah. Okay. But okay, but well, uh, yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like every society, yeah. I, I was bringing that point up because, like, this is the motto with the these type of of a political figures and people with these types of beliefs. Uh, they they just eat themselves because their ideology isn't self sustaining. Everyone is always at the whim of like the cancel culture, and they're always at the whim of uh, being called out for for some indiscretion that they, they didn't even realize and that they always have to correct and shit like that. So I just thought that was funny as a point. Why is that? Because they, well, they don't have, uh, uh, this is a lot of people actually. And I don't think a lot of people think about this, but a lot of people don't have any principles that they live by where it's like a rule that you can (laughs) apply across every aspect of your life. Like there is no foundation to their belief system because they don't have any principles. Um, like the closest thing, like I can think like, so for me, uh, what I literally apply this to everything is the non-aggression principle. Like I will never willingly harm somebody physically or financially. Like I'm never going to steal from anybody and I'm never going to like harm them intentionally. That's not out of like self-defense. Like I'm not going to be the aggressor in either of those things ever. Um, yes. And, it, and you can apply that, I can apply that to literally everything. Um, and then uh, the only other one is I think everyone has to have complete freedom of speech because I think that there has to be complete freedom of information or else it's really easy for you to be lied to because when you funnel it, if you can funnel it in any way and block off certain info, somebody's going to get a hold of the funnel and start using it. It's going to get bad really quick. 
And it's like those most people have never thought what their principle is at all. It's like building a house without a foundation. That shit just crumbles and it's just all over the fucking place. Um, and a lot, I, that's just that alone. People need to actually think about that question. What are my principles? A set of rules that I can apply to everything. Um, Aaron, people don't read the Bible anymore. They don't understand the concept of building a house on sand or having things like objective morality or or principles that they uh, base life decisions on. I believe this is a, an outdated concept and very regressive of you. Yeah, I know. How dare, how dare me. Sorry, Bob, what were you saying? <laughs> well, I also would like to point out that it is A, that yes, they, they lack the principles, they, but they also lack the fundamental... Uh, uh, intellectual maturity and intelligence to be able to understand those principles and to apply those principles to themselves. So like fundamentally, these people are not mature enough to, to get to that line of reasoning for them. They understand injustice. Like they see a man killed in the streets. They understand that's wrong, but they don't understand the principles that it would take to help correct that in a, in a meaningful and a, and in a, in a good way as well too. Right. But, but, but CNN and somebody holding a sign outside their door told them how to respond to it in a, in a meaningful and correct way. Oh yeah, w- with a with a soundbite slogan. Everything's a fucking slogan these days. Go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, who if they'll you know they'll, let's say just say they they admit or they know they're not mature enough necessarily to make uh, whatever though those decisions based on principles, etc. But what if somebody just tells them? how to act based on uh, these injustices they see. Um, clearly that solves the problem, right? We can uh, trust the government to uh, come up with the, the right courses of action. Well, you trust the commune, which is the mob. Excuse me, yes. Yeah, that, that's what they do. I mean, they, they've I, been... I think, I think the mob has a lot of negative connotations to it. Um, I don't know, that's, that's the end of my bit. Uh, Bob, what's the... Uh, All right, so the, the next update to... To the Chaz, or I would like to call Razistan, because there was a black rapper in the Seattle area who came to Chaz and uh, took it over with him and his posse. <laughs> him and his groupies came with loaded with AR-15s and AK-47s, and in a show of force, literally declared themselves the police of the uh, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Uh, no one gave them permission to do this. They didn't ask for permission. They are literally dudes with fucking... They're heavily armed dudes <laughs> with muscle to back up their actions <laughs> and force. Uh, and so I got, I got a little thing here. Uh, Raz's crew is self-appointed, heavily armed, and uh, has indicated their intention to police the area and has engaged in the use of force. I'm unaware of any rival street force of their stature expressing the desire to hold any authority in the area. <laughs> the power vacuum has apparently been filled. <laughs> so, <laughs> they had it first warlord. Like, they're getting, like, a lesson on how, like, governments develop and get they, corrupted immediately. They, they could have no, flown down to South, South America if they wanted that. It's even more basic than that. This is how, like, humans interact with one another. Like, this is how, like, militaries and, like, well, A, yeah, governments have operated the, the for thousands of years since civilization started like this is how people have interacted with with each other and they don't understand in their ideology of like their perfect communist like fucking 
uh, utopia, like th- that doesn't compute. That is never factored in into their equation, which is why they always get it wrong. They always get it wrong. And so they're, they're getting upset because there was an account where a man was spray painting or graffitiing over someone else's art. Someone in Raz's crew came up, they got into a little scuffle, and they ended up beating the shit out of the guy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, which side won? <laughs> of course, Raz's crew run. <laughs> a rapper and a bunch of his posse. Yeah. Of course, they kicked the shit out of all these fucking <laughs> retarded communists, dude. Oh, my God. I absolutely love it. I absolutely I, love every second of it. I only saw two updates that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed both of them. One was... Somebody was going to donate them a dairy cow. Yes, and I have that, that actually. Oh, God, yes. Oh, do you? Please read that one. Uh, this was uh, posted on Reddit, actually. I got you guys a dairy cow. Where should I drop it off? A family friend had to leave the country or leave the country to care for his sick parents. Blah, 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 blah. I have this cow. He lists the age. You know, he says it's uh, you can milk him or milk her and stuff like that. She's four years old. Uh, Holstein, so she's uh, has many years ago. She produces a solid six gallons of milk per day. Holy shit. She will come with roughly two weeks worth of feed and several large water containers. Uh, she prefers, okay, all that stuff. And then we have the responses to it, which is, excuse me, but milk is rape. <laughs> to, to get, get milk, you, you have to Oscars, force a cow so. to become pregnant against her will and then remove the calf from the mother so you can take the milk. Uh, that should be going to the calf. I can't believe anyone is supporting this. So that got thrown out. And by the first uh, thing that I read off, which like their first alert, which was uh, they wanted nothing but meat substitutes and soy products. I don't think anyone's going for like the, the whole dairy cow thing. You know, even if they do butcher it, I don't think it's going to go, you know, no, no one in that area is really uh, that keen of um, taste really. So oh, they're things, not gonna they're not gonna last. This is insane. They're gonna they're gonna run out of food in about a week. If they haven't already. The well, shit's they did. gonna just disappear. Yeah. And then they're gonna never learn a lesson from it. They're gonna this is gonna go away, and then they'll never understand that they didn't win a victory there. So one of my <laughs> favorite parts of, of Razistan is the fact that they realize that they're they're short on food and everything like that. So they set up in one of the park, like the local municipal parks that they had taken over in that zone. They they had turned a section of it into a farm. <laughs> but the, the 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 kids that took this place over that live in Seattle, who the types of people that have these beliefs have never stepped out of the the household in the first place or out of the city, and they no one knows how to grow anything or how to farm anything. So what they did, they went to the local park. They, you know, it's a giant field of grass. They laid cardboard on top of the grass, and then they dumped a bunch of soil, like fertilizing soil, on top of the cardboard. And then they started putting plants and stuff like that into the soil, without being able, like, without digging a hole into the ground, removing the grass and everything like that, and removing all that stuff, and digging holes and planting plants. They just put cardboard down, they put like a half inch of soil on top of the cardboard, and then they just stuck plants there. Wait, they put they put the plants on top of cardboard? Yes. Just in some topsoil? Yes. Hilarious. Lo- like oh loose, loose topsoil. <laughs> there was even, uh, I don't have it here now, but Why there was... Did they an- put- 
Why did they put cardboard down and not just dig a hole in the ground? I suspect... I suspect they didn't have a shovel. (laughs) (laughs) The millennial without a hammer argument may be valid now. Oh, no. You're right. None of them owned a shovel. I didn't even think about that. It's so obvious, though. It's so obvious when you think about it, yeah. Wait. But for the size plants they had, you can dig that with your hands super easily. Oh, that would take some sturdy hands. You know, once you get a couple inches deep, you can't yeah, just... Yeah, if it hadn't rained oh. in, like, the last day, that's going to be rough. <laughs> I mean, oh, whatever. They just I don't, need a little... I don't... Oh, no. Well, a, they didn't know, and B, it never, it never clicked in their mind because they never used a shovel. They've never used landscaping tools of, of, of any kind. I, I think that's why... Um. So that, uh, in the meantime, they set that up. That wasn't going too well because the plants were already dying and stuff like that. All the pictures I've seen, there's like, I just see a pile of dirt in this picture that I have up here. And and all the other ones, the plants were already dying and like yellow and shit like that. But they put up a sign. They actually put up like a little like uh, chicken wire around it to keep people. Dude, it probably it's probably like a ten by ten fucking like little patch of dirt that they set up, and you can you can see the cardboard poking out of all the edges, which is the funniest thing because you know that they just put like that. Oh god, it's just so funny. But they put this sign up that says the garden is for Black and Indigenous folks and their plant allies. So they have uh, segregated the farm. <laughs> it's a Blacks only garden. Yeah. No. <laughs> did, did they not see the problem with that? They're not. I love that they're arguing for segregation again. Because that what was the? Uh, I just they, saw they've done it before. They were like, we need a we need a hospitals with just black doctors and nurses that treat black people. Yeah. It was a blacks only hospital. They wanted to make it like the Negro League fucking hospitals. It's like insane. But- that's it. I was I was watching a live stream of some of the protests in uh, in DC and uh, there there was a lady so there was the like a circle of people and they were passing around a mic and everyone had their little speech and there, there was a lady who was saying pretty much that like we need to take the the black lawyers the b- black doctors and the whatever and make our own society and it was just super pro segregationist which is uh, very strange to hear as being a, a platform in the modern day and age. Imagine being so woke you become a segregationist. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's it's uh the whole like. Uh, I don't, well, I feel like I'll just sound racist if I say Wakanda forever, but it's the, that whole, like, mentality. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're definitely the white nationalist of the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I don't even want to get into the, the, the points where oh, no, no, yeah, Black Panther was, like, a good that. argument for nationalism. <laughs> I, I, didn't even watch, I didn't even watch the movie. That's, uh, let's, okay. let's not getting that. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, we're five minutes away from Josh advocating that we only send black people to Mars so that they can get their own planet. Like, we'll just send all the black people, they can have their own planet. <laughs> well, if we ruin this planet, we want them to have a fresh new one, right? Oh my god. <laughs> it's not stained in your ancestors' blood, how about that? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I feel so bad. <laughs> Yeah, but can you censor everything we say, please? <laughs> no way. <laughs> slow down all of Josh's most racist parts. Uh, we'll just slow down so it's, you can't tell it's me saying it. Well, no, we're fine, because Bob was real torn up about George Floyd. 
hate you. I hate you so much. Okay, moving on with Chaz. <laughs> so the Chaz is, has run out of supplies again. Oh, they, one they, more Chaz one. Please tell me you have this. Wait. Do you have where the talk about somebody else setting up a new autonomous zone in the middle of the autonomous zone? No, 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 no. I didn't see that. Somebody said it. One of the things I saw was uh, somebody who's trying to set up their own autonomous zone inside of the autonomous zone. Please do not do this. They <laughs> <laughs> just have state and federal level governments within the autonomous zone. Oh, man, it's so good. They have to have little mini wars with the other outside of the autonomous zone. They're already mimicking the United States uh, structural, you know, the, the structure of the United States, essentially. Uh, no, but the, the last update here is they're running out of supplies in the autonomous zone. Uh, they're not very autonomous at this point. They need clothes, male pants, male large shirts, belts, men's shoes, ice, the good kind. Uh, I don't know if that's like a, a throw. The good kind. Oh, oh, that's a joke. Is that yeah, a joke a for, to Ice Cube joke. for him being a king? No, it's an immigration on... joke. It's a, oh, like that ice. okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I thought maybe it was, like, the quality of ice, too. And it's like, no, I don't get that fucking cube shit. Get, like, the fucking, like, half-circle stuff. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> like, you have to get it directly out of the fridge? Yeah. Okay, cigarettes, lighters, lanterns, flashlights, headlamps, portable solar chargers, Gatorade, electrolyte powder. Oh, God, they need electrolytes, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they're good they, you know, they electrolytes need. it's what plants need that's, that's what they're they, going to use to feed the garden just like why, idiocracy that's why the garden's failing they don't have electrolytes okay immediate love society i'm pro chaz now <laughs> oh dude chaz is my favorite place in the whole country tents, i love them so much tents sleeping pads pillows tarps uh uh minute cards body lotion shoes bedding minute card bedding uh, zip ties, folding chairs, laundry bags, personal. Uh, I can't read their shitty handwriting. Body wash, disinfectant, and sunglasses. I guess someone I really needs zip sunglasses. Ties is a good idea with their uh, leader's track history there. Well, what else are they going to do without handcuffs? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, the, the police literally break out the zip ties when they're making mass arrests like that because you only carry like one or two oh, yeah. uh, handcuffs on you at a time. So, God damn. You know, that was so funny about so. these people. They're the same ones that think that the country, like people that live in the country, are the most backassers people ever. And yeah. uh, like, we, they live out there autonomously all the time. Like, most, a lot of these small towns don't have a cop in them. Like oh, yeah. They just, it's already an autonomous zone and they just don't realize it. And they think that they're like, they have this weird vision in their head that they're like these rednecks that just are like, oh, I hope I see a colored person today so I can shoot them. And it's like, no, they're just normal dudes. They all know how to grow food. They all like can hunt. They're very self-sustained. You have none of those skills. You have none of the stuff you need to actually sustain yourself for more than a day. Without. They all, and these are the type of people who own hammers, they own shovels, they own equi like <laughs> tools and equipment used to do, like conduct these things that uh, are required for like day to day life. If you're not supported by like a large infrastructure, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, the, the apartment management they can call for 
yeah, to fix their fucking plumbing or something like that. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, and my tool, my tools right now are I, I'm like a huge effeminate pussy out in the country because I just don't have enough like power tools. Like I don't have like circular saws and shit. Like I can't just build my own table right now with what I have. I guess I could hand saw it and build the shittiest table of all time. But <laughs> you should definitely do that though. It's a good experience. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I, no I, Character. Love, I love just building my own shit. Like, whenever I can do it, I'll just be like, yeah, let's. I, and they're like, do you know how to do that? Like, no. I'm going to look I'm it up. I'm going to learn how to do it or figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, just do shit. Just go yes. learn how to do some shit. You're going to fuck it up and it doesn't matter. You can just try it again. It's better than not doing it in the first place. By the way, Aaron, oh, I, I hope you're a reasonable human being. I hope you have firewood for us to cut when we're over there for 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Teach me to cut firewood. Yeah, oh, yeah, teach impossible... you how to cut firewood? Well, I mean, well, not teach me, but like, you know. <laughs> no, he meant teach me. <laughs> well, we have a chainsaw and we also have a splitting mall. So okay. we're going to be fine. And we also have a forest with tons of down trees. So we're, we're totally splitting our own firewood because I haven't done that yet. And it's easier with like 15 people. It's going to take like two seconds. Fuck awesome. Yes. I'm excited. All right. Okay. Any, any, uh, any final statements on the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone? Viva La Rajasthan. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite place on the planet. I love it. <laughs> And I, uh, I I think it's super funny because um, the way that the the mayor and the the people in the city government have taken taken this whole thing is the they, they've gone hands off approach and I think it's to make it like the worst situation possible and they I I honestly think that they're trying to go Trump into turning it into like a a military takeover or just like a an, another like Waco or like a Ruby Ridge type of situation on okay. his hands. Is the, the move uh move in uh, Philadelphia? Uh uh-uh. uh. It was like thirty years ago. There's some um some compound. I think it's uh I wanna say it's based in drug trafficking. I forget exactly. There there was a compound like taking over a block of uh, Philadelphia. The cops there's a like a, a shootout and they measured in like in that there were ten thousand rounds or tens of thousands of rounds used and they like couldn't uh, get in. And they, they literally got um, the they got authority to bomb the place with uh, some uh, like TNT alternative, but um, I, I'm just thinking with uh, in terms of a, a compound and whatnot. Uh, I don't think that would happen in Seattle, but that that is a big precedent or an interesting event to look back at so far as uh, the the extreme use of police force. There really has been insane uh, an insane amount of measures to fuck Trump over to a point that oh, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. Like. The second he won, it was Russia colluded to to help for the next three years. Yeah, for, that was yeah. People are still exactly. talking about that. Like I, I was talking to my friend's girlfriend earlier, and she had, for whatever reason, she had brought up Russia misinformation as a factor in the election in favor of Trump's winning. I see your mistake, though. You you listened to a girl's opinion on something. Yeah, I didn't like listen to her opinion. I just stared dumbfoundedly <laughs> or yeah, tried to come up with something that made sense. And the Russian collusion is so fucking dumb. I can't believe that anyone yeah, would ever. People keep are talking still about talking about it. Yeah, oh my they God. are. Yeah. Did Did you uh, see? I I posted. Then they in, impeached him, but I, they they literally impeached him after that. Then when the impeachment didn't work, then COVID came out. Yes. And then now that now that the race riots, they drum beat the drum to have a race war in America. Now COVID disappeared mir- miraculously, and not only that, did it not only did it disappear, 
They're encouraging people to go out. Two weeks ago, it would kill grandma. But right now, it's fine. Bob, I think you have an article that talks about this. Oh, God. Oh, no. You actually want to talk about this? All right, let's... We're, we're going to talk I, conspiracy we're, we're theories. We're into it. Yeah, if we're going to talk conspiracy theories, we have to get to a <laughs> nationally syndicated conspiracy theory. <laughs> Yeah, anything the news says is a yeah. conspiracy theory. Probably. So, yeah, just like the Mueller report, just like the Russian um, collusion conspiracy theory, here we have the Washington Post. The coming campaign to rescue Trump could get a lot uglier. President Trump has two monumental political problems on his hand. The first is, a sizable, uh, is that sizable majorities continue to disapprove of the handling of the novel coronavirus, which is still claiming America's lives. Uh, uh, at a fast clip and has helped land us in the worst economic crisis in nearly a century. Okay, I don't understand the uh, lives at a fast clip. It's uh, just a term. Or the, uh, uh, it's not yeah. a term I've ever heard of. It's the second phrase. is that after having claimed civil unrest sweeping the lands constitutes domestic terror while rage tweeting about law and order and threatening to send in the troops, public opinion is solidly behind the protest, while approval of his response has sunk into the 30s. Okay, well, everyone knows the public approval is a, a thing that everyone responds to uh, objectively and is there honestly. Is Trump? So what this gets into is saying that, uh, is there anything that might magically solve both these problems in a single stroke? Why, yes, blaming large gatherings at protests for any spikes of the coronavirus in the coming weeks just might be uh, fit the bill perfectly. So they're going into the they're they're pre-launching this argument against the fact that well we've been in lockdown for three months. Uh, uh, it's been illegal to go outside, and in fact, we've given more powers to the police to to beat and arrest us because we're outside in violation of of, of this pandemic and everything like that. Um, and that protesting outside and writing and stuff like that in these in this mass of people uh, is not very harmful. Uh, in regards to COVID-19, but even if it is harmful, it is objectively something that, say, Black Americans need to consider more than COVID-19 because it is potentially more dangerous than COVID for them, which, uh, okay, in the past three months, you, you look it up yourselves, how many Black people have died at the hands of police officers or white police officers and then in the past three months, how many black people have been killed by the coronavirus? Uh, I'm pretty sure if you're looking and believing the actual CDC numbers, it is going to be 100 to 1,000 times higher with, like, I, I, I think what I found, it was like 10 or 15 black people were killed uh, in the last three months due to, like, police violence or something like that, or police interactions. And... Uh, over the 100,000 or 110,000 deaths that we've had uh, from COVID-19, uh, there has been a uh, statistically more black people uh, than than what is in regard to like the population uh, have gotten COVID and died from COVID than than any other race and stuff like that. So uh, they're they're coming out and they're trying to like preempt this argument, saying that the protests never did anything to 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 help spread the coronavirus 
so they bring up the idea that media uh, didn't discuss protests exacerbating the virus risk is nonsense. But it's a small step from here in claiming that the protests are a leading cause of future spikes and the media is suppressing this link. Ah, God. So, yeah. Th- First they're... of all, if people are going off the CDC numbers, they're already vapid retards. Like, just vapid, empty people that can't think for themselves. Yeah. I, I do also want to preface that this, uh, this article is published in the opinion section of the Washington Post. It's oh, not was a, it? Uh, like, See, main headline. And that, yes. that was striking for me because, like, th- this entire uh, opinion piece, it was not filled with any information whatsoever. It was all, all hyperbole, uh, and literally no facts were said. It was just saying, like, this is going to be the narrative. It was all this what? Is, uh, hyperbole? Hyperbole, that's what hyperbole. It's It was yes. hyperbole? Sorry. It's like the Super Bowl, but, you know, yeah. a little bit more intense. <laughs> Cabbage cut. Sorry, I had, uh, I had uh, I really like to point out when anyone's a fucking idiot on here. It's just, I, I have to stop my tracks and, <laughs> and immediately point it out. I'm not even going to justify myself. Cabbage cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being uh, like, you know, so wait, they're saying, um, so they're saying the Trump rally is going to spread COVID, but the riots are not. Are you sure they're not being hyperbolic right now? Uh, no. I mean, they 100% are. <laughs> oh, didn't, didn't you see all the, the, the coverage that the Trump rallies did not require and did not have mandate that so many people were not wearing face masks at them and so but at the, the awesome that's a fucking face pimp masks. move. That makes me like him. That makes me like Trump again. He's I mean, been pissing me off a little bit. I mean, what, what's, what's the point? Already, if you can go do a mass protest in one place, why can't you go do a mass protest in the other place? Like, Jesus no, fucking Christ. No, unmasked. No. He's letting unmasked. them be unmasked oh, at, okay. the protest, at the Trump rally, which is fucking awesome. That is a Chad yeah. move. I love uh, I didn't that. look into it, but there was a, I saw some reporting that he, like, there was no requirement or that a bunch of people weren't or something. I found a loophole, guys. I found a loophole for restaurants, by the way. What is that? Yes. Private Country Club. One of my friends has a membership, and I got to go golfing and go. You can go to the restaurant. They won't say shit to you because they're afraid of getting yelled oh, yes. at by a bunch of rich people, and they will yeah. not say shit. They will just let you do whatever you want without a mask. It is the way to go. You Ooh, need to find a friend great. that has a private membership at any golf club course and go have yourself a nice date night, nice dinner. Go hit a few rounds of golf if you want. Yeah, I need to make some. Uh, I need to make some richer DC friends. Yeah, go ahead and get a get a subscription or a, a membership to a whites only golf club. Okay, let me write that one down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I'm not going to respond to any of this. Uh, I've, uh, learned it's only that way because now the liberals want black only golf clubs, and golf courses to make it. Because uh, <laughs> now they're fighting for segregation for some reason. Uh, this, this, this is not a podcast in which we uh, uh, discuss or posit anything about a um, race relations. About race. I think we should race relations. I, I believe we should get on with the uh, the discussion about um, the spread, possible spikes of uh, coronavirus that are uh, coming now and in future weeks. They're coming in October. It won't be now. Oh, too. Yeah, fucking flu season. Oh god. As soon as that, flu season and <sighs> just in time for before the election. Starting October, you're going to start hearing about how they're predicting a second wave, and then that shit's going to come two weeks before election. Garen fucking to you. 
Uh, oh, yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't doubt it. That's 100% going to be the case. Is that a, does that conclude your segment, Bob? Yes. yes oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're going off the rails now. This is yeah. definitely the conclusion of the episode. Yes, yes. Any final thoughts for the night? Uh, oh, I think we just set them off. I think we yeah. set all the thoughts we need to fucking have pour out of our dumb mouths. I, I'm so Good, I'm yes. so tired of like all this dumb bullshit between COVID, between the protests and the riots and the autonomous zone. It's just like people need to a chill the fuck out, b get outside, get some vitamin D in your system, get some sunlight, get out of the cities, maybe learn how to use a, a hand tool every week. I don't know. I would recommend that to people. If you don't have large experience with like fucking hand tools, go and start learning how to use a fucking hand tool, please. For the love of God, stop being, so we, we need see now that they have the paint and sip classes for chicks where or they, you like paint a painting and you just drink wine for the evening. They, they need something for millennials. That's uh, uh, I don't know, like um, hammer and sip or hammer and what it hammer and hang. I don't know. Uh, so some, some event we can go somewhere uh, and it's uh, you, you pay a little bit too much and each week you learn how to use a new tool and just craft something. I'm just going to say it's very ironic that the people that tout the hammer and sickle flag do not know how to use a hammer <laughs> or a sickle. <laughs> <laughs> Much less own one. <laughs> so... Well, then I'll know anything. Communist kids, like, they're just lazy. They don't want to do anything. Like, every hippie you've ever known is just, they're so dirty and smelly, and they don't know how to do shit. Like, they, it's all, like, they say it's for good reasons. It, it's literally a coping mechanism to deal with their, like, like, overwhelming amount of sloth. And out of, like, all the fucking, like, seven deadly sins, like, that's the one I battle with. I'm lazy as fuck. But compared to them oh my god i'm like bob the builder <laughs> if to put it in perspective like they would actually be like physically allergic to like manual labor in their case compared to you <laughs> oh yeah uh, <laughs> totally it's insane and like i'm i am so lazy too and it, it just comparatively i'm like jesus christ how do you get out of bed in the morning I, I think like, go do stuff I think if you, if you took a poll <laughs> and everyone answered honestly, I think a lot of these people that like supported like the, the Chaz Zone or Rajasthan or like you know uh, even like Antifa and like their movement and stuff like that, if you asked them and they said honestly, I think most of them like ninety percent of them ninety five percent would probably have some sort of mental disorder or like you know anxiety disorder depression like one of these things like and if you open up their medicine cabinet they'd have more than one prescription under their name right oh yeah get out of the city yeah. that'll give you anxiety <laughs> that'll that'll kill you get the fuck out of the city and, and these are the Seriously. people that spend hours upon hours rationalizing the perfect utopia for us to all live in in harmony and justice and everything like that and then and then they turn it into reality in, in seattle and it turns into an absolute fucking shit show I, I would like to say that uh tonight we also did not get to um talking about any of the the demands the 31 was it 30 demands that uh Chaz had yeah so we, we don't have to address those as our uh, uh that's a whole different topic to get into. Um, here's the, the here, here's the deal. If, if they survive for one more week, they deserve us to list their demands and talk about it next week. But if I'm it down. doesn't <laughs> exist next week, we can just laugh 
at how we knew it wouldn't exist in another week, and it'll be all over. Yeah, what's the what are the hundred dollar bets we're throwing on with this? Oh, I, I, you could, you could get a, a Soros funded uh, relief aid, but it, it ain't last in the summer. Uh, I believe that's enough talking about race relations this evening. I'd like to make a final statement that anything that uh, myself, uh, I can't speak for my co-host, but anything that I may have said this evening was uh, in satire and uh, uh, otherwise I may disavow. Um, and I have uh, only love and respect for uh, everyone in this world. Um, Aaron, any final statements? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh rip george floyd uh, i believe that's his final statement yes uh thank you for listening everyone this has been okay hear me out episode 11 good night have a good night